hey, can we go ahead and get this party started real quick? That's so loud. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. All right, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. We are here once again to talk to you about whatever the fuck we want and about what's going on in our lives. How you doing, Bob? Pretty good, dude. You have like straight up radio guy right now. You're like, I feel oh, yeah. like I'm talking to the radio guy at KRXXX. KR- Sunday, oh, Sunday, Sunday. KRXXX and your DJ, Clint Wells. I'm either like a radio DJ or I'm the guy at the strip club that introduces all the dancers. Do that guy. Put your hands together for Candy. <laughs> Come on it's down, a, Candy. It's a- it's a titty bar, but it's also a pachinko palace. Come on down, Candy. She's been with the business for 15 years. Never mind that cesarean scar. Dude, I grew up in Germany, and every club, every bar in Germany had one of these like little uh, gambling machines that you would put money in, and then the things would go around. It was like a slot machine, and then this is what it sounded like. So while you're drinking and smoking, you heard that the entire time. <laughs> it must be some sort of Pavlovian thing, you know, like it, it starts off annoying, then it becomes some sort of uh, dopamine rush or something. I don't know. Dude, guess what I didn't do? Play that machine. You know why? Because I, I only had a few Phoenix and I had to use those Phoenix for alcohol. What's a Phoenix? What's that? Phoenix. Currency? That's German for penny. Oh. It's Marx und Phoenix in Germany. Das Deutsch Marx? Should we just do the podcast in German? Let's just do it in German. Yeah. Okay, okay you ready? Yeah. Guten Tag und willkommen in I'm okay, you're okay, I'm not okay, you're not okay. Ich bin nicht gut, du bist auch nicht gut, ah, ich bin okay, du bist auch okay, aber ich bin nicht okay und du bist auch nicht okay. Hey, Bob, I'm okay too. <laughs> Is that German? That's Northern Germany. Hi, it's me, uh, <laughs> Dirk. By the way, people on Instagram are like, I'll never watch that podcast. Yeah, that's fine. Well, what's been going on in your world? Let's let's do it. Let's get into it. Or we could start with some emails, however you want to do it. Let's do an email just to kind of let people know what kind of like hardcore... Like you and me have over 4,000 years of living experience between the two of us. So like when people ask us the questions, we clamp down and get right to the serious <laughs> shit. <laughs> we don't just, we don't just no. ignore the email and talk about other shit. No, we, no, no. We clamp down on it and we tell people right. what it is. I, there it is. As far as emails go, we have a guy who I guess he was really drunk when he wrote this because it's mostly contains profanity and him saying fuck you to both of us but he's kind of being nice about it is it adam temple it's not adam temple but it reads like an adam temple poem but somewhere in this litany of insults he does say he does ask you about galaxy kings he says uh bob are your lyrics true stories like eating hot wings with aquaman is he the guy that fell in the pool at the house party or stop 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 i don't i don't want to read this email Well, he said he wants to hear the story behind Galaxy Kings, possibly the best album ever recorded. Does he think that I actually ate hot wings with Aquaman? I mean, By the I way, can't speak for him, but I did, I'm guessing he doesn't but think that. That's like fucking 
top secret shit that I can't talk about. By the way, Aquaman is gay code for a dude who likes to get peed on. So when I say I was talking to Aquaman, I mean, it was a late night at a gay bar. That's the most German thing you've said so far. And when I when I say hot wings, I mean hot wings. We were enjoying some hot wings. Well, would you like to tell us the story behind Galaxy Kings, which he calls possibly the best album ever recorded? Nothing washes down the taste of urine like a nice hot wing. <laughs> There's something with the acidity and the urea that blend together into a, a nice storm of flavor. Well, I don't know if you've ever had urine in your mouth. Uh, what day is it? <laughs> I don't know. All the days are running it together. I haven't, but I'm assuming it can't be great. The days run together like a nice stream of urine. That's a that's a poem that I'm working on currently. <laughs> All right, well, since that that email went so well, maybe we'll try another one. So he said Galaxy Kings is the best album of all time, and what's he he wants to know the story of what? Of the make, I guess, the story of the fucking record? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Oh, here's the story of the record. It's it's kind of, it, I'll try to keep it as short as possible, but you know me with my stories. So here's what happened. I was getting ready to record my second record with Universal Records. I'd already put out Lonely Land. I was getting ready to record I'm Good Now. Uh, this was like in, I don't know, June or July. And the record company's like, well, we can't. Oh, I know what. It, no, maybe we just finished recording I'm Good Now. You don't even know, do you? I don't know. And it doesn't really matter. But what matters just is. Just make it up. <laughs> What matters is I'm making up a really good story. All right. So I was pissing on Aquaman in the back alley after shooting up black tar heroin. (laughs) So after I pissed on Aquaman and we ate the hot wings, (laughs) I decided time to write an album. So I wrote an album on the spot. We recorded it on, at the time, what was one of those, like, you know, those little butthole (laughs) dicks. It was my dick. I was like, hey, dude, talk into my dick. That's not a microphone. I'm not getting a good signal. You need to get closer. So here's the gist of it. I don't know the details, but I don't sweat the details. You know me. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, what happened was basically the record company said, look, we can't put out the record until the spring. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's the summer. And they're like, yeah, but if we get it now, we got to wait three months. And then that's the hot cycle is right before the holidays when everybody puts out their music. And I'm like, Mm, look. The hot cycle. And so I was like, look, I'm going to do this. I'm going to record a record. I'm going to put it on CD. I'm going to have it in two weeks. That was the deal. In two weeks, I'll have a shrink wrap CD for your ass. (laughs) And so the next day, I booked some, I booked some space at this, at this, uh, at this guy's studio, called the best jazz guys in Austin. Guess who was available on a moment's notice in Austin? Who? The best jazz guys. Yeah, they weren't <laughs> busy out on tour, were they? They were no, weren't busy at all. They're like, we need work. So they all came in. I showed them the song. I was like, this is the song. They're all pretty simple songs. We recorded them in one day. We recorded the entire album in one day. We went back the next day, added some overdubs, some guitar overdubs, and my vocal overdubs and backgrounds. The guy mixed it the next day. Meanwhile, in the first two days that I was there, I did all the artwork. And then by day four, I shipped it to the 
CD place and a week and a half later I had a shrink wrap CD. So within two weeks I had a shrink wrap CD, which was the galaxy King is the greatest record ever made according to that guy. Wow. Okay. Well, is there more? Would you, is there more than that? <laughs> there is some more. Then, then what ha- Hey, then <laughs> what happened? There's, Go on. I broke up with Aquaman. I've never seen him again. <laughs> Can't even eat hot wings anymore. <clears throat> Every time I eat a hot, hot, hot wing, I think of Aquaman. All right. Well, this next email is from Christine. He says, hello, you guys are hilarious. Listening to y'all is like listening to my brother and his friends. To both of you, when are y'all going to entertain us with your thoughts on the Tiger King series? I know your commentary would be hilarious. Did you watch that? Yeah. Did you watch it? I think we have talked about it, haven't we? I don't know. I I don't want to talk about it. I don't, I don't either. <laughs> okay, like I, I finished watching Tiger King and I was like, well, I didn't need to watch that. Yeah. I, I mean, it was I okay mean, to watch, but like, I'm not going to recommend that to anybody. I was pretty bothered to see that he has the exact same eyebrow piercing as me. And I looked at my wife and I was like, because he's, he's had it so long and he's so old and fucked out that like it droops down and hangs down. And I looked at my wife and I said, that's me after 10 more days of quarantine. <laughs> That's one more week of quarantine, and then I'm that guy. Dude, are you watching that going, I hope I don't look like that in 10 years. Oh, 10 years? <laughs> Couple of weeks, bro. I hope I don't look like that yesterday, man. Uh, man. She says, Clint, your blog seems to have gotten stuck in the year 2016. Well, yeah, I think that's where all the <laughs> I think all blogs are lost to time. Do you have a blog? I have a website, clintwellsmusic.com, and there's a blog on it, but... God knows I don't write there anymore. Oh, you don't? Okay. Well, no. No one writes anything anymore. No one reads or writes or anything. Yeah, I've never written. I've never read anything on the internet. So you did that until 2016, and then you said, fuck this? Well, I mean, no one <laughs> looked at it or read it. I mean, <laughs> it was at a time where I thought, well, I should have a website because that's how people will, if people want to hire me for a gig, and it, it actually has turned out that way. If people hire me for a gig, they can go to this one-stop place and see what I look like, see videos of me, get a vibe of who I am and what I'm like, so... Uh, I don't think you did that when you hired me. Here, It is a mystery why you hired me, because you offered me to come play with you without really knowing anything about me. Uh, I, all, I, all I needed to know was what I heard when I heard you play, and I, when I heard you make magic on stage with uh, Griffin House, I was like, oh yeah, that's the guy I want to to have make magic with but me. What if I had been, but what if I had been like a junkie or a sociopath or... Well, dude, check, no, so check this out. So... So I hire you, and I don't know you. Uh, I mean, I met you, and you seem you seem cool. But yeah. yeah, when you don't know, and you don't really know anybody until you get on the road with them. Until you get and, on the road, and then you—that's right. Then you really know them. So you came out of the road, and the first day, you just started slamming beers. I think starting at about sound check, and then by the time the show rolled around, me and me and Conrad were looking at each other, going. Oh, I, I understand why this guy was available. <laughs> but you got the job done and it was great. And you you didn't have a problem. But but me and Conrad, the first night, we were like, mm, this, maybe this, this guy's got a problem. Now, having said that, we partied hard every night after every show, without a doubt. But the difference between people who party hard, like everybody in the band does, and people who can't get the job done... Uh, is a huge difference. Like some people just, I, I, I've played with people who start drinking at the beginning of the day and I'm talking about whiskey and they're fine. They can get the job done. And right. then there's people 
who have two beers before the show and and become such monsters by by the end of the night you can't hang out with them so yeah and then when you have someone like that it doesn't matter how good they are because if that's what they're bringing to the table they get they got oh yeah well all i mean people need to know this if you're an aspiring musician or whatever or if you want a gig the gig is all about the hang everybody can play so mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you can hang i mean it doesn't matter if you can play it does i mean you have to be able to play but then ultimately right. you have to be able to know how to hang around people and not be annoying because you won't have that gig for very long if that's the case. Christine goes on to say, Bob, my 11-year-old daughter loves your music, as do I. I purchased tickets for your One World Theater show last year. She's super excited, plans to wear a vintage Texaco t-shirt. Thanks for all the entertainment and helping make the world a better place. Christine, that's a sweet email. Thanks, Thanks Christine. Christine. You can write into his Bob and Clint at gmail.com. We'll read, we read them all, don't we? Don't I we don't read, read any of them. You read them all. That is true and then you read you select a few and then you read them on the air and then i ignore them or say don't read any more of those i love it when you make more work for me to edit later that's probably my favorite spiritual part of doing the show kevin van dam writes in and says two times a week please love getting a double dose of your moves boys i think you guys are pretty cool zip kevin van dam well there's a vote in the hat for two times a week we were contemplating going back down to once a week and what are we have we decided i think we're gonna go back to once a week right I don't know. I mean, I, I like know. doing it. I don't mind doing two a week, but shit, if nobody's listening to him. Hey, Justin Henry Miller just said, hey, are people as familiar with your art as they are with your music? And the answer is a no. But I think people do, uh, you know, obviously fans who follow me on Instagram are familiar with my art, but uh, that's just, I mean, only because they, they came here looking for, you know, some small crumbs of musical information and all they get is just blasted with my art week after week year after year when is it gonna post about 40 dogs yeah that's that's most of my most of my uh instagram followers that are listening well we, we just went down we just went down like five five people just said bye bye yeah that's how it works with these they come and they go hey there's the real real katie Federson twice a week guys because pandemic thanks all the uh hardcore people are gonna be like yeah twice a week for sure so I get it. Will you do another poetry book you're being asked? I'm doing one right now. I'm writing a poem. <laughs> Every, everything is poetry. I'm always making a poetry book. No, I mean, I write a poem a week. So, you know, at the end of a, a year, I have 50 poems and maybe, you know, 48 of them are amazing. How about those other two? Not, they're just good. Pretty good? Just <laughs> pretty good. No, they're really good, but they're just not amazing. Muggsy ATX says, Z-up. I'm just I'm just reading my Instagram stuff now. Yeah, that's why we probably can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's it's probably better for the Instagram people and not as good for the podcast. So we have a thing called Patreon where you can support the show if you're interested, if you think the show has value. We got a bunch of new patrons. We still keep getting new patrons every week, which is amazing. I know several of our patrons are here now on the Instagram Live. So at the bare minimum, we just want to say thanks to them. So I'm going to say their names right now. Sarah Sobeck, a good friend of mine from uh, my Metallica podcast. David Sorensen. Stephanie Smith, Teresa Barrett, and last but not least, of course, Neil Banta. So thanks to everyone who's supporting the show via Patreon. Uh, it's patreon.com slash the letters IOK, and there's all sorts of goodies over there you can get if you support the show, but we very much appreciate it, that's for sure. Feel free to jump in and add anything if you want. Bob. Was, Bob's just mesmerized by all the people in the Instagram comments going, Bob, I, I, Bob, I, Bob, I, Bob, Bob, no, Bob, I was, Bob, I was, Bobby. I was Bob. just looking into my own dreamy eyes on Instagram and I kind of got lost. Like, God damn, I am handsome. I just, I'm a handsome I just got lost in my own dreamy eyes. 
No, I was thinking, because uh, right above me on Instagram, uh, you can't see it if you're listening to the podcast. This art right here above me is uh, from a guy, Rex Van Minen, and that guy, Justin Henry Miller, and me were at an art class out in Colorado, and he was teaching it, and we both wanted this piece, so we just started bidding on it. And we should have talked to each other before and said, hey, man, let's not bid each other into the stratosphere, which is what we did. So I ended up buying this for about... Yeah, let's hear the number. $25 million. And then... <laughs> and then... Yeah. That's all. And then Van Minen afterwards went and sold one very similar to this to Justin for like a thousandth of what I paid. So hmm. it worked out for him. It didn't work out for me so good. I love the math portions of our show. That's... That's where we shine. Anyways. You want to do some dueling harmonicas? Hey, wait, wait, hey, wait. What key is your harmonica in? Uh, I'm in G. Oh, I'm in E. Dude, we should do like fucking the war of the harmonicas. This is G, but it doesn't sound like the right key. You're in G or in C? I'm in G. I'm in G, too. Is this the worst podcast? This is the worst episode we've ever done. <laughs> it's by far the worst podcast of all time. Wow. Dude, every time I have a cough now, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, every time. But people cough because sometimes, you know, something will go in the wrong way or something will get stuck somewhere or you just got to cough. And every time I cough, I'm like, uh-oh. You're breaking, you're breaking our number one rule. What's our number one rule? Don't talk about coughs. <laughs> I almost Dude, kept my knee up for that whole time. I almost passed out. Dude. I almost Dude. passed. I almost <laughs> passed out, dude. We agreed a long time ago that we would not be talking about <laughs> no, coughs. Whatever or you do, no talk, no talk of coughs. <laughs> no, no cough talk. <laughs> Dude, I'm serious, man. Have you ever like laughed so hard that you you almost passed out? I feel like it might be an old man thing, but god damn it, I almost passed out. <laughs> it's because you weren't breathing for a minute. I don't know what it was, man. I'm, I was trying to maybe I was trying to hold in the laugh, and then it was like you know, like when you go underwater and then you try to surface real quick because you don't have any energy or any <coughs> oxygen <laughs> you, you don't have any oxygen dude i haven't slept i was gonna take a nap so i would like you know be refreshed my brain would be refreshed but instead i had a yerba mate have you ever had a yerba mate no is that, a, is that an enema or some some sort? that's some aztec crack i remember when i when the first tour i did with you guys so I'm used to, before a show, which a normal Bob Schneider show, at least at this time, around 2011 or 12, usually started around 10 o'clock, kind right. of a later vibe. Right. And I'm used to 9 o'clock, from 9 to before you go on, is what's called the golden hour, where you make your first cocktail, and you have, maybe it's a stiffy, and then you kind of get a little loosened up for the show. Hold up. Your tour, let's hear it. Zip. Your tour was the first tour. <laughs> 
that I was ever on where people were so dedicated to pre-show napping. And I remember coming out, like going and getting all my show clothes on and coming out at like nine o'clock into the front lounge of the bus. No one, ghost town. I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? Everybody's snoring in the bunk alley. And I was like, man, this is a weird way to do it. And then fast forward like two years later of touring with you and I'm like sleeping until 10. I'm like sleeping until (laughs) 9.50. Dude, if the show show starts at 10... I want to be woken up at 9.54. I've seen you do it. It's crazy. And man, when you wake up after sleeping for like an hour and a half, man, you're ready to rock. Yeah, I agree. But I carried that. I mean, I carried that into all of my touring after I was working with you. <clears throat> Naps became very important to me on the road. Got to take a nap, man, because you can't really get a good night's sleep. So you gotta, you have to do the, you have to supplement your sleep with a nap. It gets harder and harder for me to sleep on a bus. That's for sure. <clears throat> Well, it gets or, harder and harder or in a hotel in general, just well, for sure. But a hotel or I, I at mean, home or, yeah. or anywhere. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or on the moon. It's hard to sleep on the moon because there's no air. <laughs> I try to sleep on the moon, but I prefer how to sleep and get comfortable on the moon. The gravity situation on the moon does not make for a restful night's sleep. It's kind of a gravity slash like it's chilly slash like I'm my stuffed animals aren't there. Hola, from Barcelona. Hola. Hey, by the way, yeah. have you seen that Apollo 13 movie or whatever that's on fucking Hulu? It's it's like the Apollo actu- 13, the most popular movie no, no, ever no. by it's, Ron Howard? It's like the actual footage from the mission, like all this color oh. footage from that mission. No. Dude, it's, a, it's so cool. But like the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, okay. Let me just make sure that this fucking moon mission actually happened. Like, I was watching it like fucking Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Detective Schneider is on the case. And here's here's what I know. 60 years later. Like, they have all this, like, great footage of everything, except for the moon stuff was a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not convinced. By the way, those dudes that were in that, in that rocket that went to the moon yeah. are, like, exactly the same caliber of human being is that dude from free solo like they have oh yeah they've they've got a problem they have no part of their brain where where fear registers right because they got slingshot out into space with the hope that they were gonna get pulled into the moon's gravity and circle the moon but the slightest miscalculation and they're slingshotted off into the fucking cosmos forever like they're dead like the slightest miscalculation and those three guys are dead and one guy had to stay in the fucking thing <laughs> like he went all the way to the fucking moon he's like hey man let me get out for a fucking I see. second can i see the moon no, no jeffrey stay in the thing you gotta stay in the thing you know the deal how much masturbation was going on when they when the two guys split to go land on the moon, that guy immediately... As soon as they got out. Immediately, as soon as they left, because these guys are like in their 20s, the guy immediately busted a nut. He was like, God damn, I've been waiting to bust a nut for like two days. But it's like a space hatch, so it's shutting really slow, and he's just watching. He's like, and go. And then they come back in, and there's just fucking semen floating around the inside of the fucking cabin. And he's like, "What the fuck happened in here?" He's like, "Oh, I, I popped a, I popped one of the fucking, uh, one of the meal things. I was eating some, I was eating, I microwaved some rice." 
And then you know the other guy who thinks it was that one of the little globulate floats by and he's like, <laughs> and the guy's like salty. Saltier than I thought. Zip. This is one of the grossest things we've ever said on the show, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's super gross. I might have to actually edit this out. <laughs> no, it's fine. Hey, speaking of that, we are coming <clears throat> up on uh, the end of the episode, so we should say goodbye to the good people. Uh, you can come follow us on all the socials. We're doing this on Instagram Live right now, so if you want to see what we look like when we say all this stuff, you want to see Bob put on sunglasses, take sunglasses off, put them back on, take them back off, he will do that for you. Our other podcast, The Song Club and Metal Up Your Podcast, go check it out. Anything you want to say to the good people before we split? Not really. Uh, thanks for joining us on Instagram Live, and uh, yeah, check out I'm Okay, You're Okay. How do they find it? Is that at Bob and Clint on Instagram? At Bob and Clint is all the socials. Yeah, yeah. So go there, follow us there, and uh, and check out the podcast. Uh, like I said, this is probably the worst podcast we've ever done, but still not bad. Still better <laughs> than most podcasts, even though wasn't the greatest. Here's what the Instagram Live people don't know, is that we're about to do a whole nother episode, so we're not actually leaving Instagram Live, right? No, because we're working. We're working, men. This is what we do. This is work for us. We're like we're like the pioneers where they used to cut down a goddamn tree and then shape it into a log and then build a cabin and spend all day doing that. That's what we're doing. But we're doing it with words and ideas and magic and semen. We're like all the members of the the popular group of village people, but we're all mashed together. So we're a <laughs> no, construction we're- worker. We're a cop. We're a fireman. We're gay. We go to gay clubs. We no. dance. We know no. the alphabet. Dude, we're we're like all the members of the YMCA. The old right. guy that's hanging out in the in the locker room with his balls hanging out. Dude. What's up with those guys? Go into any Y anywhere in the world and go into the men's locker room and there will be a guy that's at least eighty who's got the longest, whitest haired, distended balls, and he'll just be sitting there. <laughs> He'll just be standing there, standing there, staring a, at you in a trance. No, not staring at you. <laughs> just kind of staring <laughs> off into space in a trance. He's got the thousand yard stare. And as soon as you see him, you kind of you don't because he's not looking. If he was looking at you, you'd immediately look away, which he knows. So he's not looking at you, so that you will look at him. And it's then like you, a, yeah, it's like it's like a dance. Yeah, it's a weird, strange dance. And then you're just like, what? Why? But he doesn't know either. It's a mystery to even to him. I don't know, man. It's weird. It's weird. But you know what? When I'm 80 and I'm at that YMCA and I'm doing the same thing, I'll be like, oh, I get it now. Now I know. But I won't know until then. <laughs> until then, it'll be a complete mystery to me. Yeah. It's wow. like I know shit now that I didn't know in my 20s. Like what? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Let's hear it. <laughs> I know that when people say, hey, man. I'm not going to lie to you or whatever the fuck they say. That's about what they're, that's exactly what they're going to do. I I learned that at some point. I know that when, when ladies say, let me just tell you something right off the bat. I don't do drama. (laughs) That, what is that a good indication of Bob? That they're going to do drama. Whatever it is, somebody trying is trying to tell you that. Hey, look, I'm not gay, but whatever it is they're trying to say, they're not is what they is. Here's the other thing I learned. <laughs> they is that, for sure. For is, for sure is. Uh, for sure is. The other thing I learned, and the ladies aren't going to like this, if you see a lady wearing an unnecessary hat, like a, like a fedora or something indoors at night. Yeah. Bad that, news. That lady is insane. What's now, the guy version of that? 
Suspenders or okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a little litany. Suspenders, a, a Florentine mustache, a bow tie. When when is that ever good news? Think about it, Pee Wee Herman. I think that's a lack of intelligence, is what that is. Like if you're if you're if anybody who follows the rules of any sort of trend, be it hipster, be it hippie, be it goth, whatever it is. If they follow it to the extreme like that, that's usually a sign that they're not very smart. And that that includes like any organized thing where like anybody that falls into line that hard, mm, probably not that smart. Because they don't <clears throat> think for themselves or question the status quo or Yeah. I mean, are you going to you're not going to wear what everybody else is wearing? I mean, you might wear one thing, but you're not going to do all of it. <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to do that. Well, I I don't either. I I I go away like if somebody's doing something like everybody's wearing hats now, like in music. Like, ah, uh, dude, I'll, I'll never wear a hat. You should tell the story about the one weird day where we were like, we should wear hats tonight, and we went and bought hats. Are we remember that? Let's talk about it in the secret weekly. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. 